Hey, it's Andy with Beards and Bibles, and I want to talk to you today about four ways you can improve your prayer life. It must be remembered that we are in the preliminary stage of one of the greatest battles in history, that the air battle is continuous, and that many preparations have to be made here at home. You ask, what is our policy? I will say, it is to wage war by sea, land, and air with all our might with all the strength that God can give us. So when it comes to the subject of prayer, a lot of us feel like our prayer life just isn't where it needs to be. I know that I am actually included in that group, and it's something that I have struggled with in the past, and I still struggle with from time to time right now. But there are some things that I've learned that can help improve how I pray, when I pray, and what I pray about. And it seems like when it comes to the subject of prayer, uh, even when you go looking for resources to show you more about prayer, uh, it just seems like the resources are a little bit limited or maybe they're confusing or maybe they're just entirely way too specific. Uh, I mean, I'm not always going to look to repeat the same prayer over and over and over and over and over again because that's just not helpful to me. And if you're like me, it's probably not helpful to you either. So. Here are four things, simple things, that I think that we can all use to help improve our prayer lives. The first one, the place. Where do you go to pray? Do you have a place in mind that you can go to at any given moment, a place that you have easy access to, that you can get into and pray? Now, a lot of us have different kinds of places that we go to pray at. And a lot of us hear words thrown out there like prayer closet or praying at the altar, and we're just not quite sure how to make those things work. I'm a big guy, and my closet is about two feet deep. Uh, it's about two feet wide and, and, and three feet long. I mean, it's not a very big closet. So if I get in there, I feel really confined, and that's not really going to help, especially with all the clothes that I have in my closet. And I've heard people say, well, just take all the clothes out of your closet. Well, they won't fit in my wife's closet. So the whole closet idea is kind of out of the question for me. So where can you go to pray? Uh, there are a lot of different places that you can choose from. I mean, if you look through examples that we have from the Bible, David prayed in a cave. Elijah, he prayed in a cave. Jesus, he went and prayed in a garden. He prayed on a mountaintop. He prayed on the hillside. He went to a lot of different places to pray. Uh, Elijah also went to a mountaintop at one point and prayed himself. Enoch, Enoch simply went out for walks. And when he was out for those walks, it says that he walked with the Lord. So he was in prayer talking with God. So the very first thing that you need to consider is where are you going to go and pray? Somewhere, like I said, that you have easy access to. For me right now, that place is a room inside of my church that is dedicated by me just to prayer. I don't use that room for anything else, and to my knowledge, not many other people use that room at all. Now, this is because right now I'm employed by my church, but my employment status is actually changing and I'm switching over to a new job. So I probably won't be using that same prayer room like I have been. Yes, I have easy access to it. I can get there every day but it's probably not going to be as easy for me to get to it when I'm not just naturally at my church every single day. 
So I'll be finding a new place and I'm gonna use these same tips to help me find a new place to go myself. But right now that prayer room that I have is, like I said, it's out of the way, it's dedicated to prayer and it's used only by me, pretty much exclusively by me. Um, my pastor, for example, he has an actual closet uh, off of his office that he uses for prayer. And it is a small room that is, I mean, it's, it's actually a small room that he uses dedicated just to prayer. And he likes to post up uh, things that God has told him and he writes them down on pieces of paper and he has them lined up on the sides of his of his prayer closet that way he can look back on the things that God said to him and look back on the things that that God has fulfilled that he spoke to him and, and look forward to the things that he sees that God is going to fulfill I have another friend that likes to just go in his office and he likes to lower his lights and just put some headphones in and he likes to pray there the important thing is is that you go somewhere that is private um, and somewhere that is that you can remove distractions from. I think that is the most important thing when you choose a place. The next thing that you need to consider that will help you improve your prayer life is the time. Now, some people like to pray right before they go to bed. Some people pray during the morning. Some people pray on their uh, on their way to work while they're driving their car because they've got that space that is that they can be alone with the Lord and some people and I know that a lot of guys right now are gonna go I don't want to do this but a lot of people will get up early in the morning specifically just to pray me specifically I like to make prayer one of the very first things I do every single day um, and that's how I set it up and I think that's how I easily uh, most easily communicate with God I want to put God first so I make him one of the first things that I do during my day and not one of the last things that I can do during the day because I, I don't want to have all the other distractions of the day weighing down on me um, so when you're setting up a time something that may be easy for you to do especially when you've already got a place in mind is to go ahead and schedule it take a moment look through your calendar and say okay you know what on this day I'm gonna to talk to God at this time I have it set aside to only do that nothing else will happen during that time I will talk to God the third thing that I think is important is to set up the scene now what do you mean by set up a scene well I mean making the place that you pray um, more amicable to to pray in uh, like I said the the very first thing that I would think of when when going into or setting up a new prayer space is to make sure that it's somewhere that I can be completely alone at least at first now if you want other people to pray with you in there sure go ahead and do that but wait some time and and get that space really set up the way that you like it to where you and God have already started to build up a rapport with each other so pick a place that you can be alone. If, if you have a way that you can close a door behind you, then it's gonna make things a little bit easier. If you can lock that door, that's great. And I know a lot of you are saying, well, you know, how can you do that? If I'm on my home, I don't have any place in my house like that because um, you know, there, there's just too many distractions in my home. And you know what, I've actually been in the same boat. Um, you know, I have a, uh, a special needs 
boy at my house. My, my son is, one of my sons is special needs and um, he likes to make loud noises. So it is a little bit hard for me to go someplace in my home and find a place that I feel is, is quiet and that I can be alone um, to really have that time with the Lord. But the one thing I have found is that if I speak to my wife beforehand and I say, hey, listen, um, for the next you know 30 minutes, I'm gonna be uh, down in the basement praying for a little bit. Um, could you make sure that the kids, you know, just give me a few minutes and can you give me a few minutes? Uh, normally your wife is going to be very reasonable about that because I don't know of many wives that don't want to support their husbands, especially when it comes to being in a deeper relationship with the Lord. Um, and when it comes to setting the scene, I find that it's easier to darken that space or just do anything you can to remove distractions in that space. For me, darkening a room really, really helps because if I don't see the other things in the room, then I don't think about them. If I'm looking at a set of cabinets and I see one door just barely hanging uh, a little bit ajar from the rest of them, then I'm gonna start focusing on how I need to fix that door instead of actually focusing on my conversation with the Lord and what God is trying to speak into my life and what he's trying to say to me. So if it helps you, darken that scene. Remove any distractions that you can think of. And then one other thing uh, in, in setting up that scene that may be helpful to you is to get some music. Uh, for me, I like to use instrumental worship music. Uh, music that I know the words to, but I don't have those words in the song. Um, I want to be able to just hear that music so that it gets me into that spirit of praising and worshiping the Lord on my own. And in those times where I run out of words to speak to the Lord or I just don't know what to say or I'm just really, really, really waiting to hear the Lord speak to me, I think about what the Lord is saying to me through those songs and, and sometimes I will sing along with those songs and I will worship the Lord and I will talk to the Lord and I will praise the Lord and it can really enhance my prayer experience. The last thing that I want you to think of that might help you improve your prayer experience is the reason. I know that sounds silly to say that, but I want you to remember every time that you get ready to pray and every time that you go in to pray and every time that you are praying, the reason that you're praying. Don't forget why it is that you're there. Don't forget who it is that you're talking to. Because the thing is, God really does want to hear from each and every one of us. He wants to hear from you. And the other thing that God wants to do is He wants to speak to you. He wants to tell you His plans. He wants to tell you what He's gonna do for you. He wants to tell you how much He loves you. But you have to be ready to receive it. You have to be quiet enough to hear that still small voice that is wanting to speak into your life. So I hope you can use those four things right there to improve your prayer life, like I said. So the next thing I want you to do is I want you to stop for just a moment. And I want you to actually sit down for just a second and write down the next time 
that you are going to pray. I want you to go ahead and schedule that out. If you need to put it in your phone, go ahead and put it in your phone. If you need to put it into your calendar app, if you need to write it down in your planner, whatever you need to do, go ahead and do that. Take a few moments, look and say, okay, this is when I need to get alone with the Lord. This is when I need to talk to the Lord. This is when, uh, this is my time for me and God. And don't worry about any other thing else, any other thing that you have going on that day. And it's honestly, like I said, I feel like it's easier to do it before you get all those things started, but sometimes we just don't have that ability. So if it's at the end of your day, make it the end of your day. But whatever time it is that you schedule to do that, stick to that schedule and try it once. And then the next time, do it again. And then do it again and repeat and repeat and repeat and repeat and repeat. And before you know it, you will have an unbreakable bond with the Lord that grows stronger every single day. So right now I actually want to invite you guys up into what I call the cave, which is where I pray at right now. And I want you guys to experience a little bit about how I go about my daily prayer and maybe there's some stuff in there that may help you guys. Uh, maybe there's something you can take away from it. So let's just see what happens. Now normally, I don't leave any lights on in my prayer space. But as you can see, the stairs that I'm going up right now still have a little bit of light on. Uh, the reason that I did that, that I left that light on at least for this time, is that I want you guys to be able to at least still be able to make out my face while we're doing this. But, you know, as you can see, it's still pretty dark. So lighter. Candle. Now you may ask right now, why are you lighting a candle in this dark room? Well, when I pray, I like to have this candle here. Uh, I like to have a flame to be able to look at. It reminds me of the flame that God wants inside my heart, a flame that burns for him. And it gives me the ability, even in the times where this room is completely pitch black dark, that I can focus on that flame, that I can refocus my thoughts to God and remember that I am here to speak to the Lord and that I'm here to hear from the Lord. Now, the other thing that I would do in my prayer closet, in my prayer cave that I normally do every single time is I put on a little bit of instrumental worship music, like I said, and it would sound something like this. So now we've got our place. Now we've got our time. It's early in the morning. Like I said, I'm getting my day started right now. Our scene is set, and I know my reason to speak to the Lord. So let's go ahead and have some time with God. Father, I want to start out by thanking you, Lord. I want to start out by thanking you, Lord, just for the blessings that you've given me. Because, 
right now, Lord, I know that I don't deserve them. Uh, I don't deserve anything that you've ever given me, yet you still see fit to keep on blessing me, and I can't thank you enough for that. Lord, I want to start out by thanking you for my wife. I want to thank you for the wonderful woman that she is. Lord, I ask right now that you remind her every single day how amazing that she is. Lord God, I ask that you lift her up, that you be with her, that you give her strength, that you give her motivation, that you give her drive every day, Lord God, and keep on sending that burning love that she has, that, that, that just amazing love that she has for not just me, but for our children and our family and everyone that she meets, Lord God, I ask that you keep on making that love grow stronger. Lord, I thank you for her. I thank you for sending her into my life. I thank you for the blessings that she gives me on a daily basis, Lord God. I thank you for her. Lord, I want to thank you for my children. I want to thank you for my boys, my strong, strong boys, Lord God. Lord, I ask that you help my son, Lord God, that you help him see, Lord God, that he is still one of your creations, Lord God, that you remove any anxieties that he may have from his life, Lord God, that you bless him, Lord God, and let him know that me and his mother, that we love him, Lord Jesus, God. I thank you for him, Lord God. And Lord, for my other son, I ask that you lift him up, Lord God, that you make him strong, Lord God, that you let him have a heart that desires to serve you, Lord God, and to one day be a very mighty man for you, Lord God, that does battle for you. Good, good battle for you, Lord Jesus. God, I thank you for my daughters. I thank you for how beautiful and wonderful they are, Lord God. Lord God, I ask right now, Lord God, that you remind them. I ask that you remind them that they are made in your image, that they are beautiful, that they are wonderful, and that they have been created for a purpose. Lord God, let them find no purpose, no, no thing that they feel like they have to aspire to, Lord God, that is outside of you, Lord God. Don't let them look for their confirmation in people, Lord God. Don't let them look for their confirmation in some man that is only going to let them down, Lord God, because you are the only person, you are the only being in this world, Lord God, that will never let them down, Lord God. Let them see, let them feel you, Lord God. Let them have your presence in their lives and let them grow on to be wonderful, mighty women, Lord God, that are beautiful and strong and have a heart to serve you, Lord. Lord God, I thank you for my children, Lord God. I thank you. I thank you for this adoption, Lord God, that is getting ready to happen. Lord God, I am so excited to have a whole family, Lord God, that lives in my house and we all share the same last name. Lord God, I thank you for that blessing, Lord God. I thank you for growing my heart, and I thank you for giving me the blessings of these children. Lord God, I thank you. I thank you so much for that. Lord God, I'm asking right now that, that you watch over my church. 
Lord God, my church is going through a great time, Lord God, where growth is happening at an exponential rate. Lord, I can't thank you enough for that. It seems like the kingdom is getting bigger and bigger and bigger and stronger every day, Lord God, and that's what this world needs, a united church, Lord God, that is getting stronger and ready to fight for you and tell the world about how great you are and how miraculous you are and the things that you can do, Lord God, and that you sent your son to save us all to protect us all lord god that he died for us lord god to wipe our sins away and let us all be in a relationship with you in eternity lord god i thank you for my pastor and i thank you for his family lord lord god i ask that you put a wall of protection around them lord god because with growth lord god with growth in the kingdom lord god comes stronger attacks from the enemy Lord God, I know that they are feeling those attacks on all sides. Lord God, I ask that you lift them up, that you give them strength, Lord God, to keep on serving, to keep on working, and to keep on seeing your purpose come manifest in this world. Lastly, Lord Jesus, I want to thank you for every single person who's watching this video right now, Lord. Lord God, I don't know the needs that are in their lives, but I know that you are in their lives. Lord God, I ask that you work in them, Lord God. I ask that you watch over them, Lord God. Put a hedge of protection around them and their families, Lord God. And most importantly, Lord, I ask that you let them seek a deeper relationship with you. Lord, I thank you for all the blessings that you've given me. Lord, I thank you for this blessing and this new job that you've given me, Lord God. I look forward to this opportunity, Lord God, and I know that you have been preparing me for it, Lord God, and I know that you have a special place set aside for me. Lord Jesus, I ask right now that you just keep on strengthening me, Lord God, that you let me thirst and hunger for that deeper relationship with you. And Lord God, I thank you and I only ask for more opportunities to serve you, Lord, and make people know you. I thank you, Jesus. It's in your name that I pray. Amen. So I hope that's been beneficial to you guys. I hope that's helped you out. I hope that you can set aside some time today to just go in and pray. And I hope that the Lord really speaks something into your life. So until next time, guys, stay bearded, stay manly.